and the greatest. DMX passed away recently, which is super sad. Thankfully, we all know that all good dogs go to heaven. Hi, welcome to Jordan Earbuds, the only podcast that is for dial-up internet. I'm sitting here on the 49th episode with a new guest. Uh, right. He's sitting there. He has a one of these white claws that you can only buy in like the gas station door. <laughs> I did get it at a quick trip. It's not. <laughs> it's not even like in a pack. It's the biggest white claw I've ever seen. Uh, he's a comedian. He's a buff boy, and he's a heartthrob. Not in that order. Get up for Logan Dunsmore. Logan, how are we doing today? I think heartthrob's overselling it. I ha- think. Uh, I think in the comedy scene, you're probably the heartthrob. <laughs> I would say so. Oh, we're a bunch. We're ugly. We're not a good-looking bunch. No, I don't know. Ton, Ton's a handsome fellow. Ton's a very handsome man, but he's elder, like good-looking man. You know. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the the fresh meat. Is yeah, that what yeah. It is? You're like, you're like the. I think heartthrob's always the young one, right? It could be. I was again. I was never on teen beat or anything, <laughs> so I don't think it counts. <laughs> All right. You know what? I just turned thirty this year, and tell you what. It's everyone's like, oh, you feel old when you're 30. I didn't. Yeah, I felt just as old 29 and 28 and 27. I still I heard all those years. So why wouldn't I've heard? Yeah, I still I, heard dude, that. I can barely notice the cataracts, <laughs> but I've been <laughs> looking into Botox. I don't know where you get it. I don't know where you get it, but I'm sure you get it somewhere. But Logan, you are a comedian here in Milwaukee. That is true. Um, what brought you to Milwaukee? I guess because you're not from Milwaukee. We can no. Totally guess. Uh, and then also what got you into comedy? Oh, so, like, I moved around a lot. So, group did almost all my growing up in Arizona. Uh, moved to Michigan my sophomore year of high school. Finished out high school in Michigan. Uh, went to college, like, about an hour north of Grand Rapids in a town called Big Rapids. Real original naming in Michigan, wow. I got to tell you. Fucking Costco brand Grand Rapids is what it was. <laughs> Finished out college there. And what brought me to Milwaukee is I actually had an internship summer 2018, 2019. I don't know. I'm so bad with dates. I, I could barely get my age. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like had an internship. And as for comedy, my, my, so it was kind of weird for me. So in college, I basically worked at the Honda assembly plant in Columbus, Ohio. And it was there that I would finally, I was like, you know what? I've been a fan of comedy my whole life. I listened to like a bunch of comedy podcasts. And for a long time, I was like, comedy isn't a real thing. No one actually does that. <laughs> yeah. But then I would listen to comedy podcasts, and they would, like, describe open mic years. I'm like, oh, there's a way to start. Oh, shit. Uh, so then when I was in, actually in a metropolitan area, I looked up, like, local open mics. I went to, like, three, did fucking horribly. <laughs> and then I just stopped. So when I say I, I start com- I usually say I started comedy in Milwaukee, even though I did, like, three open mics. I really didn't, like, start and consistently keep coming out until yeah. I got to Milwaukee. You've been doing comedy for two years? Yep. Two years now? And now it feels more real than oh, probably yeah. it did back then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, like, now I've, I've actually understand, like, I'm starting to find, like, my voice and starting to figure out, like, what jokes actually work for me. Whereas I remember, like, those first mics in fucking Columbus. I was just like, this sounds like a joke. <laughs> yeah. There's a cadence. Or, or like... One friend laughed at that one time. You're like, all right, that's got to work. Yeah. Oh, that was a big thing. Like, I was always funny around friends. I'm like, that'll translate, right? Yeah. Well, I I mean, I tell everyone who's new to comedy or wants to start comedy that your friends aren't good dictators of what's funny yeah. because they have such a rapport with you. They, they're your friends, so they like the same stuff. Yeah. 
an audience member's not going to know who you are. They're not going to have those nine years of being friends oh, with you. And they're not, might not have the same humor that your friends do. Yeah. So bringing friends out to shows, it's great. Love yeah. to have them support me and stuff like that. I mean, every other comic hates it. Yeah. They're only there to that's, see that's you. That's what I'm saying. Like that's, we, we don't like, but going to a show and not having your friends there and getting the audience to laugh. Yeah is almost way more satisfying. I remember I would listen to a podcast where Brian Regan was talking about comedy, and he actually uh, said something that I, I quote almost all the time when I'm talking about this, where it's like, with friends, the pins are already set up. Like, everyone knows Joe's cheap, you know, uh, you know Sarah's OCD. But, like, with an audience, those pins are, you have to learn how to set up the pins and then knock them down. Yeah. Like, that would, I remember hearing that and I was like, oh, that makes that really puts it in terms I can understand. I only understand bowling metaphors. <laughs> you big bowler over there. <laughs> Life is like a bowling alley. You got to put some fingers in some holes. Sometimes That's you're in they... the gutter and you you got to get out. <laughs> all, all Logan's analogies are going to be gutter. <laughs> gutter uh, but, you, but also something crazy about you, and you talk about this on stage. So you yeah. grew up with a turtle? Oh, no, okay. So my mom. Or a bird. All of the above. Well, actually, not turtle tortoises. Tortoises. Uh, don't throw them in water. That you're, it's not going to pan out for anybody. Can I ask you what's the difference between a turtle and a tortoise? A tortoise completely land based and like survives in like deserts and like hot environments. Okay. Uh, cannot swim at all. Uh, so you ever see someone like, oh, I'm rescuing this tortoise and they throw it in a lake? That tortoise is dead. Like it's 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 <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> They've just murdered that tortoise. Whereas turtles, amphibious, they they can be in the water. Honestly, people make that mistake all the time. There's assume. so many videos online of just tortoise murder, and uh, they think they're doing something. I'm going to ask you to send me some links later, but that'd be great. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's insane that you had a – but you had a tortoise. You What other animals did you have? So my mom was a crazy animal lady. So in the house, I remember at one time – this is probably like high school. We had three desert tortoises. We had a sun conure parrot. Two bearded dragons, a Euromastix lizard, a chameleon. Oh, what else? There was so much. We had a. We. My mom also rescued a morning baby morning dove whose mom got killed. Is this a normal thing in Arizona to have? No, this? it's not. <laughs> my mom's fucking insane. <laughs> That's and so I do a bit about this, but like legit, the tortoises they get to be about tire sized and live to be a hundred and. Here's the thing. My mom got them when she was 50. So those tortoises got to go somewhere. And if they're in the will, one of me or my brothers are going to get it. Because she still has them. Oh, yeah. And so, like, it was funny growing up because my mom be like, you know, go, go make yourself something. Meanwhile, she was chopping lettuce for the tortoise. She was making <laughs> dinner for all the animals. They ate so much better than you did. Whereas me, she threw, like, a dry box of macaroni at it me. It like, was just like, figure fig- it out. Yeah. Find water somewhere. <laughs> That's awesome. That's insane. But yeah, so like I just grew up around. I remember we got our first dog. I'm like, finally, fucking mammal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> do they smell like, dude? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Big time. Okay. I don't know. Because I've never had, I'm not a big like snake guy or anything like that. I don't like. Oh, dude. I don't fuck with snakes. No I, one. I, I, snakes. If I have one phobia, it's actually snakes. Snakes are. Snakes is your one? Snakes yeah. is your one? They, like, they're unnatural. How are you moving without legs? I don't like that. Yeah. And they don't have a backbone, I don't think. I don't really know. Like, how can you be deadly without any appendages? I don't oh, like yeah. that. I, one time, I was on a date. This is a true story. I was on a date with a girl. We're, we're walking in a park. We're walking her dog. 
Her dog starts barking at what I think is a long stick over the oh, no. over the thing. Her dog starts barking at it, and I'm just trying to like put my like. The car is probably about half a mile yeah. on this road, and we're walking back to it. And I kind of step over what this stick is, and it's just a huge snake. Oh, and I freak out, about and that. I just run to the car and I jump in it, and then I look back, and she did not follow me. Uh, so then now I just look like I yeah. ran away from her and her dog. <laughs> and now I'm in the car and waiting for her. She wasn't happy. She wasn't very happy when she got to the car. But yeah, I don't five her. minutes later, because she was walking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, it's funny because like growing up in Arizona, we didn't have a backyard. We had a ravine in our backyard. And in that ravine was a den of rattlesnakes. <laughs> and so we're just like, cool. So outside's off limits. Yeah. We got to stay in the house at all times. You Did your mom freak out about you raising you in Arizona? Not particularly. Like, uh, so my mom, she she was kind of raising like California, Arizona area. Okay. My dad was a Midwest guy. Uh, my dad then went to ASU for college. They met there. So then like they ended up just kind of raising me up in Arizona. I think we when I was like a real little kid. Uh, we moved to Michigan for a bit, but then we went back to Arizona. Okay. So, like, most of my memories are just pure but, Arizona. But rattlesnakes were a big thing. Like, you oh, know yeah. what one sounds like. Yeah. You ever see, like, memes about Australia and how everything wants to kill you? Yeah. Arizona is America's Australia. Yeah. Like, there's coyotes, there's scorpions, rattlesnakes, javelina, which is just wild boar that just fucking roam. And if you have a dog, they'll just go for it. <laughs> like, we had a small dog, and we're like... We shouldn't walk it. Because of pigs. Or oh, yeah. boars. Giant boars. Yeah. And there's like vultures and eagles that'll just pick yeah, it up. That's a, it's wild. It's you have wild a small dog. Stuff. You're rolling the dice. That's insane. Oh, I don't. Arizona's know. a I crazy place. I would never live in Arizona again. You're not going to move there when you like retire? Arizona? Well, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, dude. Arizona is miserable in every sense of the word. It's like Florida's kind of the same way. Like Florida is... If yeah. you're not in the cities in Florida... You are in the swamp, and it's just ugh. At least you get the beach. That's that's at least one plus side. Arizona yeah. didn't even have the beach. Yeah, but you. That's true. But everyone has a pool in their backyard. I feel like isn't that a thing? Like everyone it, has the, it is. In the, but in the other Cape. half of having a pool is it attracts all those kind of animals I just talked about. But don't about. they have that like encaped one? I always see people that have like an encaped pool, and they're like in Florida. Why don't you just go to like oh. the beach? crazy that's the dream I, I don't think i'm ever gonna that's why we're doing comedy just trying to yeah. get a pool baby that's that, that the goal <laughs> <laughs> i want to retire by a pool that's all i want <laughs> oh man but you're in milwaukee now and we're, we're yeah. happy to have you and you're a very funny comedian oh. i'll never say that to your face For those um, listening at home i am blushing i know but you are well what this episode we want to talk about is dating because you have some crazy dating stories yes yeah. that Make your Nine. act more. T- I'd probably say your your dating stories make more in your act than probably any comedian I I know. <laughs> oh, I was. It's funny. I was actually just talking about this this week, where I'm like, I need to write some stuff that's not dating related at all, because <laughs> it really is like minimum seventy percent of my act. But <laughs> shit just keeps happening, I and know. I'm like, how do I not talk about it? I know. But also, you're probably the only one that keep getting dates. That beautiful, beautiful <laughs> man of you. Yeah, but 90% of them are just dumpster fires. All right. The, the one I want to hear about, because it's probably my favorite one, is the one you went to Cheesecake Factory with. Oh. That's probably my favorite. Oh, I haven't talked about in a long I've had I so know. many more that's, bad dates that's... in between that, and that time <laughs> and this time. I haven't talked about that one in a hot minute. That was pre That was pre Pre-COVID. COVID. So. Oh, okay. So this one. So I was at, at High Note at the open mic, and mm-hmm. after the open mic, this girl walks in. 
And, you know, at, at one point, I don't remember how it started, but at one point we were, like, both sitting on the couch they had there at the time, and like, we just started chatting up. Yeah. Uh, and then Katie comes over, uh, the owner's sister, and she comes up to me when the girl goes to the bathroom. She's like, that's one of my, that's one of my best friends. I can I, I want to help you out here. And so, like, I was like, okay, so you cool. Got so, like, yeah, that's, that was my thought process. I'm like, cool. So I got in, and it felt like it was going great, and then got the number. We text and Snapchat a little bit. And then I decided to take her out to a date to the Cheesecake Factory. Fancy. That's a fancy place. Right? Yeah, it's strip mall fancy. I agree. <laughs> and so we go. And again, like, conversation's all right. Like, it's it's nothing spectacular. Like, yeah. sparks aren't flying. But then the bill comes. Well, first of all, you have the Cheesecake Factory is known for their big menu. Oh, yeah. They did basically give menu. you a dictionary and be like, figure out one food. Because they can't do good at all that, right? No, there, there's there's some shit on there. There's like we microwave this for we sure. We don't even have that. We have like to order. Oh, we back. have to order that out. It's yeah, for sure. So then you get the food, and then the bill comes. The bill comes, and you know it's a it's a it's a decent bill. It's a it's a pretty sizable bill for a first date. So my thought process is, especially on dates, if the girl wants to pay, that's fine. But the the thing I have is, so I'm a, I'm an engineer, and if I'm going out with a student. I very much I'm very adamant about paying because we're in like two different spots in our life. That amount of money to me is much different than it is to them. So I think it only makes sense that I pay. And so then I become very adamant about it. So the whole time I'm like, hey, I got this. I got this. I got this. And the girl I'm on a date with, she goes, no, 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 no. If you you pay, I'm going to feel real bad. So we're like almost we're arguing about it a little bit. At one point, she just goes, will you at least let me pay, pay the tip? I'm like cool that works that's totally fine and i think i think that's a nice middle ground here so uh i i fill out the bill and then i also put a, a tip on top of that and like i'm like whatever she wants to leave she slams like 40 bucks on the table and i'm like <laughs> are you sure about that because like the bill wasn't that big we're yeah. like that's that's a big tip and i'm like by the way i'm also like putting a little something on my end of the tip too so you really don't need and she's like no 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 i loved our server i loved our server i'm like Okay, cool. I, 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 this server's going to be very happy tonight. Cut to the next day where Katie texts me like, Logan, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, huh? And she goes, you made her pay? And I'm like, no. She's like, she says you took $40 from her. <laughs> to which I reply, what? No, no <laughs> absolutely. That is not what happened. And so... She then sends me a screenshot, and her friend is just like, Logan took $40 from me. <laughs> like, you didn't fight yeah. hard enough for it? And oh, then she goes, so then in the screenshot, she goes, uh, he took me out. He should have paid. And I'm like, <laughs> that's exactly what I did. What are you talking about? Like, I don't know what motivated her to do this. My favorite thing is that she thinks that you just stole, like you, you took it from the server. Oh, too. Yeah, I didn't pocket it. Let's get that for, for listeners at home. It was on the table. And I'm like, I don't know what she expected me to do. Just be like, no, this server that's working hard doesn't deserve it. Put this back in your purse right now. Like, what does she want from me? Yeah. You got to create a scene. You have to make a scene for that. Yeah. And so like, I have enough dignity to be like this. I ghosted right away. This is the first time like I've ever gone out with a girl and she's just like tried to assassinate my character. Yeah, that's in- and the worst thing is that you're we know Katie and 
So yeah. you'll see her again, not this girl, obviously. Yeah, she, yeah, that was a big thing. She shit talked me to a mutual friend, yeah. which was a weird move. Yeah, and she did it as if I wouldn't give my side of the story. <laughs> yeah, true. But also, like, it's so it's so hard because I I feel the same thing you feel that if I kind of initiate where we're going and what yeah. we're doing, I feel like. Not obligated, but I feel like I should pay. Yeah. Because there's no reason you'd be here without me right now. Like, exactly. You didn't, you didn't. Maybe she wanted to come here, but she wouldn't have been here this night, this time, yeah. without me. So it's like I made that gesture and I offered it. I'm going to pay. I feel that way. Yeah. And if a girl wants to pay, that's 100% fine. I'm not going to be against that at all or splitting the bill or doing any of that. Yeah. I'm okay with it. But having someone pay the bill, then telling someone else, he just stole money from me. I don't know what he should have said. No. Like, that's wild. It was totally bizarre. But honestly, I've had so many bad dates in between that point and this point. <laughs> that almost, like, seems like chump change. That, like, <laughs> that that seems like small potatoes. Are You're on the apps, obviously. Oh, yeah. All the dating. I'm so, on all of them. Tinder? Yes. Bumble? Yes. Hinge? Yes. What's, what's, there, there, more, there has to be more. I'm going to love it. Those are the three I have. Those are the three big uh, ones, actually, though, right? At home, I just have three desktops constantly open. <laughs> just refresh, refresh, refresh. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of where I'm at. That's perfect. All right, so I I do have some dating. Let's let's go in some dating questions. So there's some dating scenarios. Okay. Right. Do you have a a certain date spot? I'm expanding my horizon. So I live on North Prospect. What's yeah? Give, let's give the address out on on, yeah, on yeah. an online podcast. Uh, anyway, <laughs> apartment five oh six. I'm usually home around seven. <laughs> but no, so I live on North Prospect, like right next to Brady. So a big date spot for me has been like Dorcia. Oh, very nice. And Dorsey is nice because, like, it's a trendy trendy little spot, go. good drinks, good food, and then, like, at the end of the day, it's very easy to be like, hey, I live around the corner if you want to you, you, you stumble. Yeah. Another thing, do you make your bed and sheets and kind of clean up your place for a first date? Oh, absolutely. Even when you're I not do. going to your apartment? Oh, absolutely, okay. I do. Fair enough. Oh, no, I, I deep clean. So you, you're, like, you're like, just in case this goes so good. Oh, absolutely. Got like, it. I'm like, one, I, I you know, I typically like to keep my apartment pretty clean to begin with mm-hmm. but like I, I break out the febreze you know <laughs> make it yeah, make it smell real nice <laughs> i'm like ah oh, pine yeah. <laughs> then then i guess uh do you pregame for a date yes okay yeah uh i'll usually have like two two white claw two trulies two two just something to get the yeah. get the blood flowing okay yeah because then i get to the date and then I'll, I'll have like a third drink and three drink logan's a fun date but you walk to you walk the doors here right yeah so that's 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 also, that's also key. the nice thing about yeah. it Okay. But I've kind of expanded my horizons because of Ton Johnson. Ton gave me some really good spots. And honestly, I think they might be my new go-tos. He uh, suggested uh, Blue Lounge. Yep. Blue Lounge is really solid. Like, if you want to seem cool, Blue Lounge is the spot. Went out on a date there like two weeks ago. And I just walked in. I'm like, oh, I'm like cool now i i fuck, i've never yeah. felt more confident than inviting a girl <laughs> over to blue lounge i i remember one time i went on a date with a girl and it was like in a basement of, of like this apartment i was like crazy you went down in this basement you kind of went down in the and the bar was really cool it's like oh this is yeah. awesome and then like the locals came in and i was like this is not a cool bar anymore <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like oh this date is not going well and then all right describe the locals Let's just say they all had like starter jackets and yep, starter jackets. That's exactly what I was picturing. Are now like cool again, 
But this was before they were cool. Yeah. Like they, they had these in the nineties and they didn't <laughs> shave. They brought their own pizza for some reason. It was it was wild. It was a wild time. I want you to know that actually was exactly what I was picturing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just weird. I'm picturing like ball caps too. Yeah. I'm I'm picturing like they all look like a coach. Yeah, like they were gonna smoke inside that bar for sure. If as soon as we left, they're like, Thank God they're gone. It was lit up. <laughs> But uh, all right, um, are you showing up on time? Oh, uh, I like to show up like five, ten minutes early. Okay. Do you mind if she shows up late? Within reason, like that's very situational. If it's like, hey, I thought my lift was going to be a five-minute wait, turned out to be like a ten-minute wait. So this is something that I learned out that girls do. They will show up late on purpose because. Where are you getting this insider information? I'm, don't worry. I I have my <laughs> sources. I definitely have my sources, but they basically don't want to be like looking around for you they want to be like you already sat and they can yeah. just go there okay you know they I don't get that they just because i guess that's more anxious than than you know yeah things. so they'll show up a little bit late on purpose yeah i no, i honestly i totally get that because there's nothing i've never felt more crippling fear than when you walk in at the same time and you're not sure <laughs> like handshake yeah uh, hot mm. yeah for like sure. it, it's an awkward situation so i i kind of get honestly if that's the reason they're doing it, I'm on board. I support. <laughs> All right. And does uh, first impressions, what 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 do you, like, did they matter a lot to you? Not really. So, like, especially considering, like, a lot of my, my dating is, like, apps. So, like, mm-hmm. I already kind of have a first impression before True. we go out on the date. Out, outside of, like, you look significantly different from your profile pictures. Has, has that happened? I actually haven't had that. Okay. That's I've right. never had. I did almost have that. I was in Madison. There was this girl. Her name was Tyler. And in the pictures, she was always with this same dude. Here's the thing. It was the dude in the pictures who was posing as the girl in the pictures. What? Uh, and then he offered to blow me very aggressively. What? And I was like, hey, not my cup of tea. And he was just not taking no for an answer. You know what, Tyler? You are bold and I like it. Just keep going. That has to work for somebody. I, I didn't know till I added the snap and I'm like that is a male bitmoji if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Saved by the bitmoji. That's, yeah, that's like, the 2020. The girl I matched with didn't have a hard part shaved into her hair. That's so funny. Uh, now do you do date activities? Do you like to do things or just dinner? So for me like I really like having conversations because one of the big things I look for I've I'm not looking for like another stand-up comic, but I, I like I really like it when a girl's funny. I want to have like a, a good back and forth. Okay. Like if I if I if I say something, I want like the girl to be able to like build off that. I want like if I say a joke, I want her to hit me back with something or at least like something fun. Like it, again, it doesn't have to be like pre-written material, but like I'd like to have a like a fun conversation. It's it's like tennis, you know. You want someone to at least yeah. serve it back. You know, it's to funny you. you say that. I compare it to tennis all the fucking time. Yeah. Like, you just want something to hit it back. Yeah, that's all it is. And it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be soft. Just get yeah. it back to me and I'll hit it back. You know, that's really what you want. Exactly. And so, like, activities, I find, like, it's good if you really feel awkward about the day. Because at least then you have, like, something to fill the time if you don't want to talk. Yeah. But, like, for me, like, conversation is pretty big. So, I really like having, like, a nice dinner and a drink. Last night, I actually went on an axe-throwing date. Those are those are interesting. I, I didn't like it. I think the big thing, and I have the same problem with bowling dates, and I've been on a bowling date before too, is that because you both have to go up and do it, you can never have a conversation because you're both 
Like, yeah. you have to have a conversation in passing, and that's a bad dynamic would, for a date. Yeah, I would say axe throw dates are more like seven, date seven or ten yeah. or something like I that. I feel like good group date, bad one-on-one. Correct. Yeah, you're right. You're right. North and South. Trip by Broken Bat. Uh, they got, like, shuffleboard. They got axe throw. And they have all these, like, different games in this, like, big warehouse. Okay. So that's that would be a good date spot for activities. Yeah, at least it sounds like there's some variety there. Too. Yeah, there's a like, big Jenga helps. and stuff. All those like yeah. all these. Like, that also sounds like, like you're next to each other and you can have a conversation. Yeah, Not, would, you don't have to go to the station to do it. All right, first date. How many red flags are we given them before you're like, I need to end this somehow. Ooh, red flags. How many? I don't know. It it depends on what I'm looking for out of the date. If we both go into it and it's like very flirty and it feels like this is probably not going to be something super serious, like I can forgive it because I don't, I don't like if it's not long term and the red flag is something that's only going to matter long term. Yeah, I'm not overly concerned about it. If I'm looking for something serious, I I think I'm pretty forgiving of red flags, only in that like everyone's got character flaws, nobody's perfect. Like, yeah. I, but if it, unless it's like something huge like there's just some huge misaligned like i'm not i'm not gonna date a maga girl seriously you know <laughs> like shit like that we're like yeah our values just straight up don't align i get that and that you have to have those hard lines just yeah. because it's like we need to have a conversation for a few hours yeah. here and i can't just be keep gritting my teeth the entire time. yeah and the other other i think huge red flag that i do encounter a lot is girls very even very early on in the dating process want a monopoly on my time and that is a big no-no for me like between work fitness stand-up i I keep myself pretty busy and i'm very passionate about the things i'm passionate about and so you know it there's a good chance i'm not gonna see you every day i can't text you every second of every day Mm -hmm. especially at work where like i'm dealing with heavy machinery and i can't have my phone yeah. I've had i've had girls that i went on like two dates with get mad at me because i'm not texting them back right away during a work day and i'm like yeah it's 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 interesting especially now in this very social yeah like everything's through text everything so you got to keep up with that and you got to be you know snapping them back when you want to and I all that stuff, snapchat you know? with a burning passion <laughs> i cannot stand snapchat yeah, it's what's what's so you not a good snapper or what? Honestly, it, it, the the whole app feels like it's built against me. Because uh, <laughs> I have the memory of like a goldfish with Alzheimer's. The the messages disappearing. I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> so that's that's already a big problem for me. The other thing is like the act of taking a selfie is excruciating for me. I, I hate like trying to hang out with friends. I'm like, sorry, the lighting is not great over here. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And then you get caught, everybody in a group, and you yeah. get caught taking a selfie. It's the most shame you have feeled. You're on, like, Game of Thrones, right? Like, shame, shame, <laughs> Exactly. Shame. My stomach just fills up with this narcissistic bile. Here we go. Oh, like, no. Oh, I, I don't like this at all. <laughs> well, we do have some questions. So I put on some questions for you out to the social medias. So I saw your post asking for questions, and I put it on mine as well. I got two, both from exes. You want to know what their question was? Yes, I do. How many eggs do you eat a day? Oh my god! That that was that was the whole thing. How many That's eggs the, do you eat a day? Yeah. So I got one that said that as well. Damn it! No. Wait, let's uh, let's just sit there. Here's I'll, here I'll tell you the uh-huh. so I have I have seven that basically made the cut. A couple of them were just roasting you. 
Um, yeah, that sounds about right. But, <laughs> but these were actual questions. The first one is, uh, if you don't use it, do you lose it? I mean, it's not going to atrophy, I don't think. <laughs> you're not going to last as long. You're going you to be a real sensitive fella. <laughs> so that's number one. And number two, on a first date, how much denim is too much denim? Ooh, how much denim is too much denim? Interesting question. So David Lewis has taught me he has taught me that denim jackets are in. That's he's <laughs> that's what I've learned from him. So I think if you're wearing jeans and a denim jacket, but they're dissimilar denim, like it's a light denim on the jacket, okay. dark denim, like dark wash on the bottom, you can get away with that. I think. Okay. I th- I think you can pull that off. All right, so that's so so just at least as long as they're different shades of denim. Yeah, I mean, All don't right. also wear like a denim T-shirt if you can custom make one. Don't do that, but like, <laughs> it should have some airbrushing. I think on you the can back. live with a denim jacket and denim jeans. All right, he's gonna stand by it. Should you go on a date with a comedian? Ooh, like you know the scene. Hmm. Let's we can throw. Let's throw. Let's do this one. I like this. Who in the scene, if you had a little sister, would you not want to date? Who in the scene would you not want your little sister to date? Ooh, who I would I not want better. them to date? Oh, that's a tough question. I don't want them to date any of these fuckers. Because uh, <laughs> I hear how they hype me up to get laid. And I'm like, yeah. oh, so that's your views, huh? <laughs> it, honestly, pre-Avery's current relationship, I would have said Avery. Okay. Because Avery, Avery was just, Steve is, he was, yeah, had some action. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, but good. no. But honestly, he, now he's in a very stable relationship, and he seems happy. So I'm like, fun story about his current relationship. We both saw her at High Note, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of. And he goes dibs, <laughs> and they've been in a happy relationship ever since. You gotta respect dibs. <laughs> you gotta respect dibs. Honestly, I can respect dibs because he had some tremendous follow through. <laughs> he's never gonna let go. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. All right, so Avery would have been it. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm. I'm gonna have to say. Uh, say Drew, just because like I don't want him in my bloodline. <laughs> just having you roasting you. You constantly. know, I want the Dunsmores to be a happy people. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drew, love Drew. Here we go. Number four. Will Eggman ever find an egg woman? Oh, is boy. there a story behind these eggs? So, oh, all right. Let me also kind of preface this. So, like. Another thing with dating with me, especially when I go out on dates, is because of how I tell stand-up, it's all of my... I really capitalize on my personal experience yeah. when I tell stand-up. Yeah. So, like, everything I talk about are, like, true things about me. So, then I go on dates and they ask me questions about myself and I have a bit about it. <laughs> and so, then, how am I... Am I just, just going to not do the bit? Like, because, <laughs> like, that's how I tell the story. And so then I do stand up and they're like, wow, so I'm not special to you at all, huh? Because <laughs> it's like, and then I say the exact same thing on stage that I told them in person on the date. All right, before you tell the Eggman story, do you have clips online where people look them up before the date and they're like, oh, I heard you talk about that on stage? No, I honestly, I, I, I don't make my clips public. I, I, I keep, uh, yeah, I keep them private for just like uh, to send on like avails and stuff. Because my, my biggest thing is also like I don't want to I don't want to burn any material by putting it out online, especially not so early on. Yeah. So I, I I'm not looking to put everything out there. I'm I'm really looking to just like, especially like if I want to work on stuff still, I I feel like putting it out there kind of like, it ruins it a little bit in a sense. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a bit I'm a big believer in just like 
until you feel like this is the final version of that, maybe don't put it out. I did. I have a clip online about me telling this. Uh, it's a terrible joke. It's a Dwayne the Rock Johnson joke. And it's, oh yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I and I. I was on a date and there was a perfect time where I could say this joke. Yeah. We were talking about rocks and I said it and she laughed, but not like, like she laughed like decently. Yeah. And then we have a few more dates and this and that. And I meet her friends and her friends were like, Oh yeah. We saw before your first day, we watched you on YouTube and this and that. And like, <laughs> so she heard that rock joke. Uh, then heard me retell uh, it. God damn it. That's perfect. Turn me retell it to her. <laughs> and then she had to act like that's the first time she's hearing it. Because, like, especially, like, from their perspective, that's got to – I don't know how you feel about that. Like, it, <laughs> it's just, like, there's the whole thing, like, oh, do you tell that to all the girls? I'm like, no, I tell that to whole audiences of people, not just the girls. I tell yeah. it to everyone. Yeah. In the exact – I word it the exact same way, too. I didn't know they would go through such a vetting process just for a first date. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I've, I I had a, a female roommates in college, and like so I got to I often got to see things from the other side. <laughs> see Cap you? Yeah. Everything. Oh, there's whole full scale investigations. Yeah. Like if you have a mugshot online, they're gonna find it. <laughs> All right. So the Eggman. We need to hear about the. Oh Eggman. boy. So I talk about this on stage, and <laughs> so in college. My nickname was the Eggman. So the reason for this was, so I, I get there freshman year, and I was uh, a clean eating fanatic. I was like, oh, only the, only the cleanest sources of protein, and I wanted to get like three hundred grams of protein a day. I like I, that that was my goal, and I was like, I'm gonna do this for the year. But I was required to have a meal plan, which was expensive, so I couldn't like afford groceries and stuff. So I could only eat at the college cafeteria. Yeah. And the only consistent source of protein they had every day to build a meal plan around were hard-boiled eggs. And I needed 300 grams of protein. <laughs> so what I did for a year, I would eat 72 hard-boiled egg whites a day for a year. Jeez. That's 26,000 eggs in a year. That's so many eggs. And so what ended up happening, because I'm doing it in the cafeteria in a very public space, and it got to the point where people would see me and they would just stare and they'd ask <laughs> questions and they're like, is this your life? Do you eat anything besides eggs? Idiot that I am. I really thought like girls would see me and be like, Oh, there's the muscly fellow. He's looking pretty good. Turns out they were like, there's egg boy doing what he do, you know, <laughs> shoving eggs in your mouth. <laughs> it got to the point where there were Facebook groups that were just like Eggman spotted at the quad. <laughs> I can't, I can't fucking make that up. That's I was so a campus funny. meme. That's so funny. And so it then got like worse because like, then there was another dude on campus who was a campus meme. Uh, he didn't go to the school. He was like a townie and he would dress up as Shrek and get blackout drunk at sporting events. And we, by the way, that wasn't our mascot. We were the bulldog. Shrek was unrelated. <laughs> we weren't even the donkeys or anything. He was just like, no, Shrek's the move. And so he would show up. And anytime we were at the same place together, people would want a picture of the both of us. So then it later came out that he was a registered sex offender. With him and Egg Boy. Yeah. Egg Boy and Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Just Egg Boy and the registered Shrek offender. Just fucking <laughs> hanging out. That's so good. And so, like, I did it for a year. Then I, I stopped. I, I was like, no, this is too much. I can afford to buy chicken. This is, yeah. I'm done with this. 
all four years they called me Eggman. That's crazy. That's so funny. And now it's still happening because your ex has apparently brought this up. Yeah. Oh, also, a fun fact. I found out they talk about me on the campus tour. Good. Good. Yeah. Like I'm fucking Bigfoot or something. <laughs> they they go to the cafeteria and they're like, we also had a student. And then like a whole story. And they don't punch it up at all. It's not no. good material. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. But they don't talk about Shrek, though. <laughs> and so now everyone in my social media, like, they know me as Eggman. Yeah, apparently. Because I I, that's what they asked me. Yep. I had, I had two exes just ask that question. That's and so apparently you got a third mystery party. Yeah, third mystery party. And I'll keep everyone in names anonymous. God damn days. it. So here's another one. My boyfriend says I'm not funny. Is that a red flag? Yeah. Point blank, that's a red okay. flag. Okay. If he, if he really just like point blank, you're not funny. <laughs> like, fuck you, dude. There's better ways to broach that. Yeah. Of like, what if he says it out of context? Like, hey, like she's like picking on him, and then he's no. like, oh, you're not funny. Well, that's that, that's facetious. That feels like facetious. That's, that's a whole okay. other thing. Okay. But like, I'm trying to think of like ways that can even be acceptable. If it's like, <laughs> maybe if like you're describing someone's strength, it's like, all right, you're still you're not like like stand-up level funny yeah but like you got this that maybe that's acceptable to look look someone in the eyes be like hey you can't produce humor (laughs) like that's that's a who says that to someone especially someone you care about like at least fake it jesus christ fake it till you make it that's true yeah so that's a that's a red dump dump his ass dump his ass number six number six have you tried being less buff and less handsome maybe you'll meet more women you know it's funny i've actually kind of considered that uh (laughs) No, because, like, I do think there is a fun thing about me, which is I can look very masculine and intimidating, but then my personality is not that at yeah, all. Yeah. So there's a fun incongruity there. So then, like, aesthetically, I appeal to girls that, like, really like intimidating muscle men. And then I show up. I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> and then meanwhile, my personality would probably appeal to girls that like, you know, like goofier fellas. And then my appearance just completely is intimidating and they don't want to approach me in any way shape or form (laughs) gotta find a happy medium in there yeah i've really there there's just i think i freaky friday switched with a nerd i think that's what happened at some point also that was a great josh and siegel (laughs) on the the podcast that was great number seven this is the last one i got uh what is your actual t-shirt size since this ain't it (laughs) boy Well, I, I, get, I get larges, and I have a tailor turn them into a small. I, I, uh, it's a torso. It's got to be a hard torso. No, it, it, it's, it's difficult because, like, I'm not a tall fella, but my proportions are, are as if I were a tall fella. Yeah. So finding a shirt that actually fits me is very difficult. So I have a choice. I can either wear a medium and have it be tight up top, or I can wear a large and have it be way too long. I look like I'm in a fucking dress. Like, it's... Yeah. The rough body to, to dress. Yeah, I need a I need a tailor. I really do need a tailor. Like that's the only way I'm gonna have shirts that properly fit me. <laughs> well, that's all the questions I got for you, man. I appreciate you being on the podcast. Oh, happy to be here. Uh, do you have any shows coming up or anything you want to promote while you're on here? Oh, I oh I do have stuff coming up in May. I've completely forgotten the names of the shows though, so <laughs> that's a bad look. Well, check him out on social media, Logan Dunsmore, at Logan Dunsmore. There we go. Uh, and then he'll probably post about the shows he's on. Yeah, that sounds February. about right. 
That's, that sounds about right. I'm on board with that. Okay, cool. Yeah, find them on all social medias, Facebook, Twitter. Also, uh, like, you know, if, if Instagram. They've, they've got hot single friends. You yeah, know, find them on Bumble, Tinder, uh, OnlyFans. Farmers uh, Only. <laughs> Farmers Only fans. <laughs> find them on any of it. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to see me do comedy, check out my website, juddreminger.com. Also, check out Don't Tell Comedy dot com slash milwaukee for all the dates that i produce that show is very fun it's a very secret fun show and we're back so that's that's a cool thing we'll be back at monthly show it for don't tell so i'm buying a ticket yeah that's gonna be a blast if you want to be on the show uh reach out to me uh my next episode will be my 50th uh, what should i do for Congrats. my 50th? what should i do for my 50th is that a milestone you should celebrate uh i think so like maybe I haven't had get a cake and just get blackout drunk for I, the podcast so, that, would, that would be wild i have i have had this podcast since, since 2016 no shit yeah and obviously 50 has not been just correct like every week or anything yeah. but 50 seems like a while no that's like a milestone for sure yeah all right well i'll, I'll figure out something out but Thanks for listening, guys. Jut out. I blacked out. I don't know what happened. Hey, Christian Yelich, what's your favorite comedy podcast? Um, I mean, I listen generally to sports podcasts, but if I had to go strictly comedy, I'd go Judd and your earbuds.